The opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gal Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a Gal Media station. Sports, 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 sports. So they just sit there and talk about sports? Yes, we do, and a lot of other cool stuff like whiskey and little people strippers, and we're going to get to all of it because it's a What Are the Odds Wednesday on The Blitz. Diabolical. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, this is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And The Blitz is on for Wednesday. Welcome to the greatest show in the history of the known universe with me, Fred Fowler. The Falcon. No A.J. today. A very special guest we'll get to in a second. Aaron Rabel, the Voldemort. If you want to get in today, 713-780-ESPN is your number, 713-780-3776. Or you can get us on the Blitz Facebook page. Find the Blitz, click like, send a message. If Aaron likes it, guess what? He will read it because it makes him feel good about himself. There's Twitter, at Fred Fowler, F-A-O-U-R. Today, it's at John Wessling with two S's. At Aaron is Blitzed, at Degenerates975. You can text the show. You know the number for that. Uh, you can watch us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash ESPN 975, where you can comment on the breaks. And uh, it is a Wednesday, so when you call, text, tweet, run naked through the studio with something <laughs> written on your chest, put odds on it. What are the odds this is going to be a very, very fun show today, Mr. John Wessling? It's a lock, brother. It's absolutely lock. It's good to be back. It's good to uh, thank you so much for, for having me on and uh, looking forward to uh, hanging out on the Blitz again. Yeah, it has been a while. And uh, when, when we uh, were talking about fill-ins, man, I got to get Wessling in here. Uh, and if you don't know John, John has been uh, a very successful comedian for a long time. Well, I was thinking carried away with the very word. Eh, I, I, I haven't I, had to quit yet. That's, <laughs> that's how you measure success in comedy nowadays is were you able to continue to do it? Eh, they keep paying you. Yeah. And uh, I actually went to one of his shows a, a little over a month ago and ran into him. And then when, when all this came, I was like, hey, you know what? Uh, a lot of you guys, a lot of new listeners might not know that John was a pretty good radio guy for a while. So I uh, wanted to get him back in here and. And have some fun today. I appreciate that, man. I appreciate the shine. It's good to be back on air here. It's good to be back in this building again. This is uh, this been, is nice. It's changed a lot. Uh, I love what you've done with the place. <laughs> yeah, we've cleaned it up. It's kind of nice. You bricked over the windows. Those are some excellent views of the Galleria you're covering. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, Galleria traffic is basically what, what yeah, it would yeah. be. Yeah. Uh, but I want to see where the fumes are coming from. <laughs> yeah, you will... Uh, You'll also notice it's probably 200 degrees in here. We, it, it will go back and forth. The, the temperature here is never quite right. It's, uh, you know, it, it's either going to be really cold or really hot. So well, just that's fine. Prepare yourself. And I'm fine with it. Uh, if, you, if you're watching on Twitch and you see me sweating profusely, don't feel bad. You don't need to call an emergency number. It's just my natural, uh, what do you call it, stroke. I'm having a stroke. Okay. Yeah, so it's fine. It's fine. Well, and off to a great start here with my computer, which... Uh, uh, we, while we were in there talking, I was setting everything up. I tend to put all the, the stuff I'm going to need on, on it before I come in here. So that way we can, when the show starts, I've got Twitch. I've got all this stuff going. And uh, suddenly, it, I, I did something. I, I hit a button somewhere. I don't know what I did. But now I can't get it to shut down or restart or do anything or change, uh, uh, change web pages. Won't, won't do anything. Well, before you call IT, have you tried turning it off um, and then I, turning it back on? I have uh, not tried turning it off yet. I tried. You got a hard quit. 
Uh, that's kind of what I'm going to have to do here. Yeah, that's, so, what, that's what you're down to. That's, I just turned it off. That's 80% of being an IT guy's job anyway. Oh, yeah. Just that one piece of advice. Oh, yeah. I, I've, and like if you call Apple for something, have you tried uh, turning it off and turning it back on? It's like, imagine that I did. That's the one thing that I can do. <laughs> it's the only button that responds when I touch. So, yes. Have yes, you, I tried that. That's you, the go-to at NASA, too, by the way. Oh, really? Oh, really? oh yeah. They that's, don't understand. And they. I've tried to explain my redneck upbringing was, does it work? No. Get a hammer. <laughs> no, it doesn't work like that. Well, get a bigger hammer. You get a bigger hammer until it starts working. I mean, you'll scare the machine into working eventually. No, you got to turn it off and turn it back on. Yeah, turn it off with a hammer and turn it back on with another hammer. That's exactly a, like a van that I drive. But you do see that in um, in, in NASA stuff. Like, remember you're watching the, the stuff from the 60s. It's, uh, we're having a problem with our rebreather. Okay, all right. Let me look at the checklist here. Yeah, turn it off. Turn it off. Uh, wait 20 seconds. Turn it back on and then report. Yep. And, and most time that works. I don't. This is probably before both of your guys' time, but whenever there was a problem with your car battery, they would always say pour Coke on it. Yeah, yeah. And guess yeah, what? It worked. That too. It yeah. worked. Yeah. I've tried that on a modern vehicle. Not the same. <laughs> Not the same. Then you've ruined thousands of dollars of electronics with. Uh, and then that's hard to explain. They're like, "Oh, you're 40, huh? You're still pouring Coke on things. Great for getting the, your toilet clean. You're uh, trying to sell a house. You know what I mean? You got that toilet. It's got that." Uh, that old sepia tone won't go away. <laughs> Just pour, pour a one liter down there. Let it sit for a bit. Makes you feel real, you know, unsure about drinking it, though. Mm, yeah, that's, that's the thing I never thought of as a it's, kid. because it's, like, oh, it's, really, it's really good, but I'm pouring this on battery acid to get the battery to go. Maybe I shouldn't be doing this. This is the number one uh, industrial cleaner beverage in the market. Delicious. <laughs> and you get diabetes. That's yeah, nice. That's... Yeah. Dual purpose, triple purpose then. Yeah, really. Yeah. All right, 713-780-ESPN on a What Are the Odds Wednesday. And, uh, uh, okay, now I've, now I've got it working. So what are the odds that that computer is going to work all the way through the show? I'm going to say 8 to 1. Uh, I'm, you know what? I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about this. I'm going to say 98%. Okay. I think I just did something really, really stupid is all. So, uh, you know, as far as the sports things go, you're, I mean, you're kind of like uh, – a godfather of Astros Twitter is that is that kind of fair? <laughs> I would accept that. I've been I've been heavily involved in Astros Twitter, uh, going back to the three consecutive hundred loss seasons. So I feel like, uh, so you, but you're an OG. It's like that. Most of the people that are there now started in 2015. Yeah, yeah. No, I, you know what I'm like. I'm like um, in uh, uh, Saving Private Ryan. I'm like Tom Sizemore in that one. I'm the crusty old sergeant of uh, Astros Twitter. I was like, I was hearing the Brett Wallace was the savior days. You're new. You don't even know you. I'm not going to learn your name yet. <laughs> you got to go through a, a, a tough loss off season before I even care who you are. You don't You're even probably, know who Matsui is. Yeah. Like, Shut up, youngin. Yeah. You, you don't laugh the way I do when I hear anal fissure. All right. <laughs> uh, the good old anal fissure days. You never went to Enron Field. You've only lived in Minute Maid. Enjoy it. Enjoy your train full of oranges, you mm-hmm. losers. Yeah, you weren't here during the... Yeah, back when the train used to actually work. Yeah. When, right. when they'd hit a home run, the rare times they would, and they, the train would move. It still moves. Does it move now, or is it, it's not the train that's... Uh, I don't think it does. Like In the beginning, and I, and I don't know, because I haven't been, obviously, I didn't go last year because of the Rona. I haven't been yet this year. The, the Blitzers can tell us. But it was uh, back in the day when they really sucked... If when they first when they hit a home run, the train would go all the way down and they'd play the little horn. That's when they had that idiot junction jack. Uh-huh. And uh, but the last few times I was there, they would just blow the horn. 
train to, train didn't move. So well, I don't know. I, I mean, it was already obsolete to begin with. Uh, now it's a locomotive that has no locomotive power. We, we, I think we need to move past that. I, I think we need to modernize. I mean, I, I didn't like that whole era to begin with. You know what I mean? It was like uh, it was steampunk, basically, right? I mean, the whole Sheriff Blaylock's nacho fries. I mean, if you're looking old west and you have the Astros across your chest, one, one of those things don't didn't never did make sense. So let's get rid of the let's get rid of the train because let's be honest. I mean, sure, it's built at Union Station, and at one point that was a useful train station in 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 Texas. But would you say that Houston's known for its trains? You can't take a train out now. If you take Amtrak to Dallas, it's a bus, right? So let's get let's move on from the train thing, right? You can't really get rid of it now, though. Where do you put it? Who cares where? You, who cares where you put it? Because <laughs> you got a train track out there. Have you not been to the east side of Houston? We're clearly not concerned about where we put useless things. Okay, just get it out of there. Drop it off. I don't know. Who cares? Let's, I, mean, I think what we where we ultimately got screwed was it's like going kids right on it at Ashworth. Oh. Yeah. Oh, wait. Yeah. Well, where's the <laughs> where, where's all the piles of stuff that they took out of Astroworld? Where's like like in Vegas where they have the neon graveyard? Yeah. Do we have that somewhere? Is there some well, uh, weird warehouse out on the east side where you can go visit the former attractions and signs? We could dump the train there. That'd be great. And it always bothered me that the oranges weren't to scale. Why are the oranges so big on the back? What train was picking up? beach ball size oranges and that wouldn't even be an orange is minute made sell weird zombie giant fruit juice i got too many questions we gotta get the, rid of it the, well the problem is i don't know what they sell because i don't really know if i've ever had anything of minute maids other than an orange juice oh come on uh, uh fred you know you've had a couple of screwdrivers yeah but but i but i also i'm not particular about what orange juice i have in my screwdriver yeah. could it be it could be anybody yeah maybe it's a minute made I bet you've accidentally consumed some some Minute Maid orange juice hungover at an airport. Come on, that's what they got right there. Mm, hungover seven dollars for eight ounces of orange juice. <laughs> hungover at an airport, or in, as in the case uh, last Friday, uh, hungover in the casino. That's my first drink. Is I'm going to have the screwdriver. Okay. That's that's how you wake up, right? That's that's how you balance yourself. That's how you put yourself back to life. You can't beat up your bookie without some vitamin C. <laughs> pumping through there so uh what, what what do you think your astros so far i mean i know i know you follow us pretty closely and, and it, it is it's early enough still that you can't really say well they're this or they're that but you're starting to see some trends and um you gotta at least be happy with the starting pitching right what do you yeah. do when mccullers comes back finally came back to life i don't know do you i think since you're in the, the middle of the dog days of summer may as well go with a six-man rotation get everybody a little bit of rest spread out the mileage see how long you can get away with that uh, but I, I don't know. I feel, overall, I feel pretty good. I think we've had some some bad weeks where the bullpen's falling apart. You definitely see the weaknesses in the Astros. But you know, guess what? Baseball fan, that's baseball. All right. And when you're when you follow real teams, you're going to see dips and and sways throughout the season. You're going to see little weaknesses because not every team's like the, uh, the Yankees of the Steinbrenner era, throwing a billion dollars on the payroll. You can't buy your way out of problems. Sometimes you just got to adapt and live with it. That's you can tell some people are new to baseball. They're not ready. Yeah, they're not ready for a 162 game season. You got to have a stomach for that. You know, if you're going to win a hundred, you have to lose 62. And I, I feel like last year kind of maybe set those guys back a little bit because it was only the 60 games, and and those games did wind up meaning more. Although as it turns out, it didn't for the Astros. They didn't win the division. They still got the ALCS yeah. with, with the losing record. So, uh, but it, but it is kind of. 
when when you do remind people that you know, dude, it's 162 games, and and you can't analyze every single one of them, but that's what Astros Twitter does. Oh yeah, well, you know that's some of the fun and the charm. And what good is Twitter if you can't overreact on a microsecond basis? I mean, that's the whole thing. <laughs> But as a sports fan, as an Astros fan, I'm happy where they are. I see them more closer to the 2017 team than the 2019 team, which was ultimately one of the greatest teams in baseball history. I mean, they were on par with the 27 Yankees' production on at every single level. And only are they the only reason they're not in the annals of greatness is the one of the biggest fluke World Series ever happening, where the road team wins every game. That was nuts. It's never happened. I don't think in any. A sport that has seven game series. That sounds like some research that Aaron will have to do on the break. Also, what what Aaron will be doing on the break is uh, pouring us all a shot of Four Roses. Which, yes, uh, uh, going back to when I first met first met John when he was uh, one of the Whiskey Brothers founders and was doing the podcast with him. And you, you come on and they feed you whiskey. I'm like, okay, well, in honor of that, I'm going to feed you some whiskey. And I'm going to feed you some Four Roses. And guys, if you have not tried Four Roses, it is fantastic. As John's about to find out. Father's Day coming up, and if you know my kids, you can pass this on to them. Four Roses Small Batch makes a wonderful Father's Day gift, and they've got it in all your liquor stores. Uh, all your specs have it. You can get the, uh, the the regular one, which is what we have here. You can get the small batch. You can get the single barrel. They're all so good, and they make great, great gifts for your father. And you want to do something really cool, go to fourrosesbourbon.com slash summer. And they've got cocktails on there for you for summer that you can go and mix one up with your dad and sit there and share one on Father's Day. How awesome would that be? You can find out about all their products at fourrosesbourbon.com. They've been at it since 1888, so they know what they're doing. And I, I love all their products, and we're going we're gonna to pop one today. And, and those of you who are interested, we're still doing giveaways today. So 5 o'clock hour, we'll do the first one where you can come and do the Four Roses tasting with us here at the station. FourRosesBourbon.com. Great Father's Day gift. Get in on that now. Know your place. Cause it's about to get This is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. I think I need help I'm drowning in myself You're listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5 And on ESPN 92.5 Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman And we are back on The Blitz No A.J. today He will be back on Friday Assuming he survives I mean, Aaron's been following his exploits on Twitter. So, um, John Wessling filling in today. Very, uh, very happy to have John here. And if you've never seen his comedy act, I'll, I'll just tell you, if you're from Texas, you got to hear his Whataburger bit. It is, he, I, 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 I swear, I don't know how many times I've heard you do that. And I laugh my ass off every time. Well, thank you, bro. And it's hard to say it's a bit because it seems to grow. I get like I add a new line to it yeah. every single time I go on. I used to I used to have a joke that was like that that I had to make myself stop telling. That was a how do I put this delicately? It was about little people, and and most of it was about my hesitance to use the term little people and my preference to use Shetland people. But now I'm having the same problem, and I had to drop it. I was like, all right, look. The, the winds of change, are, are, I can't fight them any longer. Let it go. Let it, it had grown into like 25, 30 minutes. 
I was obsessed with. That's that's my problem. Uh, uh, Fred as a comic is, I, I when you tell me I can't do something, then I focus on that almost intensely. Like if you say, hey, stop writing jokes about Waterburger. Guess what? I'm going to have 20 <laughs> new minutes about Waterburger tomorrow night. I'm pretty sure you could do an entire set on that. I agree. Just, Challenge just, accepted. Just with some of the stories you have. Shetland people. I love that. I, I, I could probably a, say that. I, although, you know what? I, I wanted to ask you this. because It shouldn't be offensive. That sounds like a noble term, yeah, right? Like a steed. Yeah. You're just a tiny little steed. Fine people. You know, if you're from Scotland, you don't feel like, oh, yeah. it's a... It's a <laughs> but, uh, no, I did want to ask you, because I know we see this with a lot of guys that... Um, now, they go back and dig up jokes from 10 years ago now and things like that. And uh, it just, do you ever worry that at some point somebody's going to find something that's going to get you canceled? Oh, absolutely. It's just a matter of time. It's just the, the, it's the determination to want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've thought about that like, oh, man, I should, because I've been on Twitter since it very first started, right? Like, yeah. Like I was, the first two months that Twitter started, I was on an account because I was working out in LA and we were working new media and they were doing a thing with them. So I was like, I dude, I seriously, I could have had the, the Twitter handle John. <laughs> like, I, I almost chose the Twitter handle at Texas and I could have had that, but I was like, you know what? I'm gonna use my, just my, my full name. Uh, but yeah. So if you went back, I got like 50,000 tweets. I guarantee you. There's not only that, there's not even like one that I would say I'm worried about. Do you, do you get a thousand? Uh, how often do you get people when you're doing your act where you can tell they're legitimately offended? <laughs> well, yeah, it's that Shetland people joke. That's the one. <laughs> That's it. huh? <laughs> well, there's two, there's two things. I mean, I've, as a comic, I'm pretty friendly. I do all storytelling stuff. I'm the butt of most of my jokes because it's real to life, right? I am, I'm a lummox. I'm a Shrek. This is, this is the life that I chose, right? It chose me back. But so even when I touch on what were traditionally hot button topics, I don't really, I, 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 I'm a, I seem to get uh, fair passage. I can tread in those areas, but it's something about when I used to tell the little people jokes every now and then it was like one in a hundred people would just, it would, ooh, it just beat them up. It would go crazy about it. And a, a rare thing that I did criticizing step parents and step kids. I kid about it, but it literally happened. Where it was innocuous, it was silly jokes, right? Nothing, yeah. nothing horrible. I mean, I am a step kid, right? And all of a sudden, I, I said it was uh, some dude named Rick with his cell phone clipped on his braided leather belt. You know the guy. <laughs> yeah. You've seen him at Bass oh, yeah. Pro Shops. And all of a sudden, he's all butt puffed up, wanting to fight outside. Like I love them, they're my real kids. I'm like I, I get it, dude. I get it. So, so it's odd. It's not the ones you'd think. It's not like, you know, my, my, uh, my, my treatise on racism in America is what upsets people. It's, it's when it's personal. <laughs> yeah, I got, I got banned from using the uh, M word to refer to little people. So I kind of like the whole Shetland thing. I might, I might just uh, co-opt that. Uh, and, well, and, and, and just a nice part of that bit that always bothered me about them choosing that term. Then uh, it's well within their rights to pick a proper term. I get it. Makes sense. Uh, why didn't they go with elf? That's not trademarked. See, it because it's got I, good positives. If you're looking for something that people love, and elf chicks are sexy, man. Yeah, right. Those Thank ears, you. they're they're like mini Vulcans. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, did you not watch Lord of the Rings? I mean, those those elves were hot. Yeah, well, that's a day. I guess that's a different. I guess yeah. Tolkien elves are more well, humanoid in nature, right? There's also well, yeah, but I mean, are you talking about like Keebler? Is, is that what you're yeah, looking well, at? Are those technically elves or are they mis- mislabeled gnomes? I, I think they're mislabeled gnomes. 
Yeah, that probably makes more sense. But if you got if you're doing the Santa Claus elf, even them they could still be cute. Yeah, they're adorable. <laughs> not, not the way you're thinking. I mean, well, I, I'm I sorry. Mean, I, I do. I find elven women sexy, and it goes to something that we're going to probably bring up later in the show, which involves Dungeons and Dragons. Um, <laughs> of course it does. Yeah. Of course it does. <laughs> because I used to play, and I used to find elf women sexy. And when women would dress, dress up like an elf, you know, or, or even a half elf, I'm not racist. Uh, <laughs> you're hoping to make some half elves. Yeah, I, I, I guess they'd be doing. quarter elves at that point. Yeah, yeah. But hey, I'm you know I'm, I'm here to play. Okay. So <laughs> okay, I think we all know. I mean, I'm sure you already know if you listen to the Blitz, but I think we all have a real clear idea what Fred's into. Uh, well, it's alien women, and, and see, that's that's the thing. Like alien women, if they're Vulcan, very much like elves. So I mean, it's not really out of my uh, my interest level. I can only imagine the cosplay um, uh, materials that you have at home that you and Val. Yeah. She's she's not as into those things as I am. Yeah, yeah I have to save that for the side. Piece. A good lady will indulge every now and then. Like, all right, I'll read the words. <laughs> Give me the ears. <laughs> How do I pronounce this? It's klakaha. Okay, klakaha, klakamahanana, whatever. Yeah, or, or the the real dork in me be like, okay, let's let's do Shakespeare, and <laughs> and you be you be Lady Macbeth, but actually as Macbeth, not the lady, and you know with a mustache and everything. Yeah, just just for fun and have her get up there and life is but a poor player who struts and frets his hour upon the stage and then is heard no more. Yeah, I'd be all into that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll send that over to Val. <laughs> she gets off script by the time we get off air. Oh, my goodness. You know what? This is uh, uh we're already off the rails. That's that's perfect. Yeah, that's we never even got near the rails. As a matter of <laughs> fact, in the first segment, we talked about getting rid of the train of Inamade Park. So technically, we started getting off the rails. While talking about being off the rails. Yeah. See? We're meta. We already tied this thing together. Mm-hmm. Man. I got to tell you. Good work. Thank you. So, uh, Thank you to Four Roses. <laughs> uh, yeah. And uh, we'll be talking about Four Roses a lot. I do. We do have the two giveaways. And this is going to be really cool. Just, just to give you guys some warnings so you can be ready. Uh, we'll do one early in the 5 o'clock hour. The second one will either be late 5 o'clock or early 6 o'clock. So if you need to go run an errand or something and you want to try to win these things but we're giving away two spots for our four roses bourbon tasting next wednesday night from seven to nine it'll be here at the station and uh you'll get to try all the great four roses products and uh you know what we just decided to do it today so what do you think aaron oh delicious as always yeah this is good stuff uh 713-780-ESPN is your number i i I know you haven't had a chance to, to do, uh, you know, let's, let's take a phone call first. And then I want to, uh, depending on how this segment goes, if we have time, I want to get into Sean Watson. I want to get your take okay. on that. Yeah, um, I'd love to. And, and as we were talking before the show, I, I once again, five inappropriate words when talking about the air humper. But um, we'll, we'll see how that goes. Let's see okay. what Just, Justin has to say. What's up, Justin? Hey, hey, guys. Sports to y'all. How are y'all doing? Sports. Fantastic, man. Sports to you. What do you got? Oh, good, to, good to hear you. Hey, Wesley, just wanted to call in from uh, from our little get-down Lafayette. Just wanted to say hey, and uh, good to hear you all on the radio again. Well, thanks, Justin. Good to talk to you, too, brother. Appreciate your support and your listening to uh, all the different iterations of uh, sports media and comedy stuff that I've been doing over the years. And uh, appreciate you listening on the uh, old terrestrial sticks in the sky. And uh, we'll we'll tell them about this a little bit later in the show, too, but uh, you've got... You got all kinds of stuff you got going on right now besides just a comedy, including an album, and and we were talking about that before the show. Let let the people know about that. Let them know what else you're doing. Well, thanks to the uh, coronavirus shutting down everything, I I was working cruise ships mostly uh, up until that started, 
And, uh, yeah, everything shut down. So I was like, all right, looks like I got to work on dry land and get back to doing multimedia and everything else like that. So I, I've got uh, uh, my, my, my main podcast, my personal podcast is called After Later. And uh, what does I say? It's a uh, delightful walk through the emotional minefield of the end of the world. <laughs> You know, just nice conversations as the world crashes down around us. That one's pretty fun. So look that up pretty much anywhere podcasts are found. It's also on the Helium Comedy Club's uh, po- podcast network. Uh, and, and my new co-host is my good old buddy, Tommy Drake. A lot of you know Tommy Drake if you've ever seen comedy in, um, <clears throat> in Houston. Uh, but the latest project that I'm working on, the one I'm most proud of, and I want to say hi to the people on Twitch because it's mostly on Twitch, is uh, Sports Riot. And uh, that's uh, it's a bunch of us former Gal Media guys. <laughs> <laughs> Essentially, we're the leftovers. Uh, uh, we all got together. It's me, Barry Laminak, and Mike Liebeshack. So uh, we put on shows Tuesday, Thursday night, 7 to 9, uh, right here on Twitch. So if you're on Twitch now, why don't you go over there and throw us a subscription or a follow? That would be cool. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah, so Sports Riot. And, uh, yeah, my comedy album is still out. It's uh, put on by 800 Pound Gorilla Records. It's called Warm at First. Uh, and that's a, that's actually a clean album. You wouldn't think hmm. that I would do that, but I did. It was a challenge. I did a, a one hour, completely clean, no bad words language or no bad words uh, album. That was very tough for me to do. Uh, but you know, Hey, I'm house clean or house trained and, and I'm not definitely not house clean, but I'm definitely I'm house trained. <laughs> I can, I can not say the words. No, I, uh, wow. I, I just, uh, I didn't realize you had uh, Liebeshack with you. I knew, I knew you had Barry. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we stuff. got Shaq on there, too, man. I'm glad he's still alive. Yeah. I haven't heard from him in forever. Yeah, he's still alive. We check on him. That's what we do. <laughs> That's really the whole purpose of us doing that show. It's a welfare check, right? We're just making sure that he's uh, he's alive, shows shines, signs of life. Whenever we do the show, we make sure he holds up today's USA Today so that you see the, you know, the front of it, kind of like a hostage video. Yeah. Just to make sure he's doing okay. It's a, it's a good way to launch a show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's going really well. It's good to talk sports with those guys. Dude, I'll tell you, after I after my tenure here at Gal Media was over, and I was out of the business, and I just sort of went right back to comedy. I uh, I really had to kick sports media like an addiction. Like I don't know if you're still this way, uh, uh, Fred, but when I was on the air doing shows, doing afternoon shows, we were doing afternoon delight right here in this very room uh, on the old fifteen sixty. I had like 12 fantasy teams in every sport. I had to kick that cold turkey. Like literally there was a time of the year, you know, when you, when, and these are like paid leagues, right? Uh, where I had a thousand dollar fantasy football buy-in budget that was coming up hard before a season. I'm like, I've got to pay a lot, <laughs> you know? And then I found myself online. I'm, I'm researching all these teams, keeping up the rosters, making sure everything's fresh, especially doing baseball, hockey, basketball, it was like it was. I felt like the GM of my own uh, team. It was it was it was a pain in the ass. Let's just be honest. And I had I so I quit all of it. I was like, you know what? Now that I'm not getting paid to do sports talk, and now that that watching you know ESPN isn't part of my job, I'm gonna drop everything and see if I still like it. All right? Because I mean, you do a lot of fantasy. I don't know if you're still doing a lot of different fantasy sports. Are you a one team guy that? I, mean, I don't know what you no, look I, at. I do. Uh, I I do fantasy everything, but fantasy hockey is the one we focus on the most right. because I'm the one that does all the research and, and works my ass off and never wins. Mm-hmm. I, I won last year when they canceled the playoffs. Yeah, and usually I have the best team. I get the playoffs. I suck this year. I I finished third. I lost in the semifinal uh, by one freaking goal. Oh, uh, that's brutal. Yeah, and I would have won the championship, but oh well. Well, th- tell me if you have ever had this um, uh, experience. I had like six, seven different NFL teams. I had Yahoo leagues. I had ESPN leagues. Uh, it was like old-fashioned sporting news league. Yeah. There, 
I so there was two or three that I cared the most about. So I'm I'm just on it. I'm watching the waiver wire. I'm doing research because I always felt like, well, if I'm researching fantasy sports, it's the same as real sports. So then I'll be able to know what I'm doing for my work. Where so I'm like hyper focused on these, and I would make the playoffs and not win. I had a couple throwaway leagues that I just jumped in as a, almost as a favor to somebody. Had it set to auto draft, even setting the lineups, and I won championships in those. And I was like, it ha- how can I? waste so much time working on this fantasy sports when the auto draft is my best team. Therefore I'm not better than just set it and forget it guy. So that was discouraging to me. Plus, I mean, if you're going to support a team in real life, how do you find yourself in that weird moment that all fantasy uh, participants are in where you're like, yes, throw it to him. But then I don't need him to score because that helps me in the other league. I need them to stop yeah, there and give it to the fullback. And all right, I need him to throw one more interception because that will help me in this other league where I'm playing against my. You know, it's like it drives you crazy. <laughs> yeah, when you get to that point, I think the most I had was 13 one year. That's a lot uh, for just football. Yeah, and yeah, that that's exactly what it was. You're playing against your yourself the whole time. The whole time. So that, therefore, you don't even like you. So you lose track of your your authentic, real in real life uh, fanhood. You know, I, I think I lost that when I got so much into gambling, but that's that, that's something else we can get to in a minute. Well, but see, but in the fantasy sports, you don't even get the, the what you get out of gambling. Um, it, although it's a lot of it's the same like daily fantasy now is basically yeah. it's just gambling is all it is. And I was lucky. I saved my life by not getting too much into the daily stuff. <laughs> I've seen that just ruin people. <laughs> that's tough. Can ruin some that can ruin some relationships. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, you tell you what else can ruin a relationship if you get in an accident and you, you get hosed by your insurance company. Uh, and your wife's going to leave you. Your girlfriend's going to leave you. Everybody's going to abandon you. So the first thing you need to do is when that knucklehead runs a red light and hits you, you take pictures, and then you call my man, Lawyer Dave, 713-626-8900. And don't talk to your insurance company until you talk to Dave. And he takes care of all kinds of accidents. Car, 18-wheeler, industrial, workplace, slip and fall. Hey, if you go to the hospital and you have a bad experience there, guess what? He'll take care of that, too. He doesn't charge a dime for his consultation. So if you've got a legal question and you don't know if it's something he does, guess what? Give him a call. You know what he's going to do? He'll answer it for you. And if it's not something he does, he'll send you to somebody who will. And if it is something he does and he takes your case, guess what? Not a penny out of your pocket until you win. If you need to go get medical attention, they'll take care of that. They'll even get you an Uber. Based here in Houston, but practices all over the great state of Texas, especially over the Golden Triangle. 713-626-8900 on Twitter, Lawyer Dave Law. LawyerDave.com, or if you can't remember that, just hit me up and I'll get you the information. Need a lawyer? Better dial Dave. ESPN 975 and on ESPN 925 live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios here's Fred Fowler and AJ Hoffman and we're back on the blitz 713-780 ESPN's your number no AJ today John Wesling filling in and uh watch us on Twitch if you want to see the legendary John Wesling uh it's probably better audio only honestly let's be uh it's yeah. not like I'm like one of the guys on, uh, I'm not like on Twitch, like one of the, the girls that are in the hot tubs. Yeah. You know me with my boobs out. 
sitting there playing video games. Yeah. You wait for them to drop the controller and electrocute themselves mm-hmm. live on TV. Yeah, yeah that's mm-hmm. always good. It always makes you feel good when you, because I'm a content creator as a comic. You know, you work so hard to try to provide quality content. You all of a sudden you write a really good joke or you put out a good video that's you feel super great. And, and even then it goes a little bit viral. You're like, oh, look at that! I got a I got five hundred thousand hits. And then you see a super hot girl who one boob falls out, accidentally farts, or maybe a pimple popper, something like that, gets like twenty-five million. You're like, man, it doesn't matter how hard I work, I, I can't get the the internet pop that like a kitten and a dog playing together would. You know, that's what you need. Is that a euphemism for the girls in the well, just uh, all the hot tub? Like to me, like you got to think at some point they're going to reach singularity, and there's going to be the ultimate viral video that's going to be super hot girl, partially famous, nip slip. Right in a hot tub, and then doing a dance, and then a kitten comes out, and then someone pops a really hard, big black head at the same time, and then the internet will explode. Like that will be that will that will set off like the the, the next cataclysm. When I was first, uh, we were first getting the website started back in my old job. Uh, we'd monitor the words that would get people to click, and it was basically uh, SUV, SUV, yeah, Yao Ming. Uh, if you had anything about that or teen sex, <laughs> oh, good. So I, I, I once did a post on a website where I basically just put, uh, Yaming teen, Yaming teen sex and SUVs to see if I could get people to click on it. You know, I'm in the, in the market for an SUV. And if you told me you're like, if I was at the, the dealership and you said, this SUV is big enough that Yao Ming can have sex in it. I'd be like, no, that's. That's an 18 wheeler. That's a big car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's a, that's a lot of headroom. In there. We got a 32 foot RV. I don't think that's possible for you. I mean, yeah, no kid. All right, invite him and, and the wife over just because I think that'd make a hell of a porno. You want to talk about getting some getting some hits? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that'd be great. Unless he's seven foot five inches, that would there's not no be great. There, I mean, just dude, just yeah. I mean, I don't want to. I didn't think in the four o'clock hour we're going to get down to just the the geometric possibilities of Yao Ming, <laughs> but. If it's if it's less than a foot, then it looks weird, right? I yeah, mean, well, I, that might even make a better porno. Yeah, I think guys might feel better about themselves. Oh, that would be great. Yeah. You know, that's a that's a. Forgive me for going off here, uh, Fred. I know you got things planned. <laughs> nah. That's a perfect idea. Like if you're gonna if you're going to make adult films, why not cater to? <laughs> like I want to see beautiful women, regular guy, average to less, business. And then look, that, that seems better, right? Like it's like uh, if I'm going to play, all right? When you are you ever play video games where you create your own player? Yeah, yeah. Do you create uh, an accurate Fred or do you create the six foot eight? No, I, JJ Watt I, Fred. I create a, an accurate Fred, only a hell of a lot more handsome. Yeah, but other than that, I mean, smaller nose. Everything, yeah. everything else is about right. You know? No, but you're talking like the like less fat, the Lord of the Rings kind of games, or like athletic games, well, yeah, like making your own Lord, baseball. Player. Lord of the Rings kind of games, and now, like if you're making a football player. Then, Frederick Elf Lover, uh, Magic. Well, but if, I, if I'm making a Madden player or something, it's gonna be six five two two twenty. Okay. I'm not gonna, you know, I'm gonna stretch it a little bit, but it's not, you know. But I wouldn't like I wouldn't make myself seven foot in a basketball game. Yeah, I wouldn't do that either because those guys are useless now. Yeah, I think I would. I think if you're gonna create a, cl- a player, you should create one that's like completely accurate. Like you should go off of your own fitness tracker measurements. Be like, all right, we know your physical capabilities. Here's what you would look like in the NBA, and you're just getting rolled and dunked on and crying. And so basically, gotta, basically, I'm a rocket. Yeah, you got to check out after a minute because your, you know, your heart rate is exploding. You know. Yeah, I think I could get one trip up the uh, 
I get one trip up the court right now, probably oh, without no. dropping dead. Dude, I would pass out of you know they have the first shot thing that they do now, where you can go shoot the free throw to start the game. Yeah, yeah. I, on the way out, I would, be, <laughs> I'd be done. I'd be subbing out. Oh <laughs> we man, we did that thing for the arrows. Remember back in yeah, the day when, I, when they shot us across the ice with the ice bowling. Thing? Yeah, I remember that. Oh my god, that yeah. was so that was so much fun, and I was scared to death. Like I'm going to be at the Toyota Center. Front of ten thousand people because it was like a it was like a close to the playoffs. Yeah, the back Ash, then. Arrows back then, the arrows great. would draw ten or twelve grand. Yeah, yeah. man, those were those, that was the hottest ticket in town for a, a very very short period of time before Taylor Swift concerts. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but that was when it was you're sitting on a snow shovel and they drag you across. I'm like, I know what's going to happen here because it was. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to get slung across this ice. I'm going to fall off the, the, the shovel immediately. And then my pants are coming down. And it's just going to be the, the worst possible scenario. Luckily, I didn't. I was, I was, I was bound up tight. I had it yeah, I remember secured. I, I, I think you, you guys had to do that. I think I got to drop the puck. Yeah. yeah. It was the same game, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to drop the puck, and you guys had to go do this thing where you're getting – Knocked up and down the ice. Because like, it was it was us from a Houston game day, right? Yeah, yeah. The show we used to do on ESPN, the the the, the Sunday day show, and uh, yeah, you guys had first dibs. So yeah, you go do the real nice stand there and drop the puck and shake hands and <laughs> yeah, take a smile. picture. Yeah, I think you were offered it first, and and you and AJ went nah, sling these idiots across the ice, and just, <laughs> and it was like three rounds of it. It wasn't just do it once, and it was funny. It was like a full blown con- uh, contest. Yeah, that was fun. That was fun, and and. and no butt crack was exposed to the fine people at the Toyota Center, which is a win in my opinion. Uh, that doesn't, I mean, that transitions nicely into Deshaun Watson because there was some butt crack exposed with him. <laughs> and I know you've been following this, and yes. I've, I've been waiting to get your thoughts on this. And, and it's so funny that we were talking before the show, and you got the same image in your head that I have in mind, and I don't know why that is. Oh, the, the uh, sky humper? Yeah, of, yeah. of him air humping, uh, thrusting in the air with his towel off. I just I can't get rid of that. Let me just say, for the record, I love Deshaun Watson as a quarterback. I really enjoy watching him perform on the field, and I wish that things wouldn't have went south where he felt like he wanted to leave the Texans. I wish, I wish you know, as a fan, as a, a Houston Texans fan, I wish that they would have uh, figured out a way to, to solve their problem and, and live peacefully because he's a, he's a once-in-a-generation quarterback, right? He's that kind of guy you're going to build your, fran- your franchise and your, and your foundation around. He's the one you've been searching for for a decade. Now, that said, with all the things that have come out about his proclivities, alleged and otherwise, alleged and admitted, let's just stick with the admitted. Yeah. The admitted is good enough, right? Yeah. You know, it doesn't, I don't, I, am I supposed to not like him? Am I supposed to be like, ugh? Because that kind of makes me like him more. I'm sorry. I like my athletes to act like elite professional athletes. You know what I mean? I want them to go have fun. I want these dudes to party. I want them to go live the life that I can't when I'm living in the suburbs with the wife and four kids. To me, the, the escape isn't just watching how great they play. I want them to be like um, uh, uh, Broadway Joe Namath. Okay. You know what I mean? I want them to show up to the events with the, with the, with the, I want them to be bigger in life. I like the way, and even JJ Watt, the way he was, I mean, sure. He's, he's like Captain America. He's like Mr. Nice guy, but even he was out there and amongst them and, and mixing it up and, and living that good life, taking pictures, selfies from beautiful places so let me just say i don't dislike Deshaun watson for his behavior it actually makes me like it more i'm sorry i'm sorry to admit that but i do have some questions about the frequency of his attending massages if the things i read are even close to accurate he was getting massages like 20 times a week i can't do anything 20 times a week 
you know, that's, that's a lot. That's, that's almost three a day. If you count the weekends too, right now, let's say he's getting the happy ending treatment at every massage. I can't do that for myself 20 times a week. Well, think about this. You're not, you know, you're not the man you were. Oh, uh, true. We're talking about a 25-year-old athlete, good shape. Probably, uh, I, I wouldn't put it past him to have a little performance enhancers in there. Uh, in, in the, wait, in the in the athletic department? Or in, the, the probably sexual? in every department. Yeah. You know? I mean, he's, he's not the brightest guy. We've established that. So he's probably putting all kinds of stuff in his body uh, and trying to put it in their bodies. Mm-hmm. But I, I think... Uh, Thank you. That's good. Yeah. Well timed. Uh, see, that's... Uh, but I, I just, I feel like, uh, I mean, what does he do on Sundays? Like, he's got a game, right? So you, you're not going to get four in on that day, are you? Yeah, or you're not, are you getting one in the morning on the way in? I mean, Maybe you get two in, right? One in the morning, one at night. Now, what's his relationship status? He's got a girl? He yeah, he's got a girl. He's but, engaged. Yeah. Why? I mean, if he's going to put a ring on it, then she needs to put a wig on and pretend to be a different masseuse every day that's that's what i don't get right. i mean that's been the consensus among people there's so many people that would have willingly played along and done that consenting adults that would have played along with it hmm. so yeah i'm disturbed by that all right let's take a quick break we come back uh i'm i want to i want to tell it i want john to tell a drug story oh good that sounds fun. Uh, how's that sound yeah all All right. Right. I've already been fired. <laughs> Quick break. Get some blitz <laughs> on ESPN 97.5, 92.5. Don't turn away from what you did. This, this is the blitz. the blitz on ESPN, ESPN. 97.5. Listening to the Blitz on ESPN 97.5 and on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios. Here's Fred Fowler and AJ Hoffman, and we are back on the Blitz. Say hey, late hits with Patrick Creighton tonight at seven, followed by the Hall of Fame with Booker T and Brad Gilmore at nine o'clock tonight. So uh, the fun doesn't end at seven. Really, just getting started. Um, so. Uh, I wanted to get to the story because it involves LSD. And there was a study that basically suggests that it's a time machine for your brain that can restore your, restore your childhood wonder. I've only had one experience with this and it was somebody slipped it to me and told me it was inedible. Oh, that's a dirty trick. Yeah. Well, that's not a friend anymore. I'll just, I'll yeah. say that. And, and, and Shame. you know, frankly, <laughs> younger fred uh, that person would be shark bait right now but that's okay we're just did you have a bad trip i was so well and it's when you don't know that it's coming it's even worse yeah like i assume that if i was kind of expecting it but i mean i had to keep telling myself over and over who i was and what i did for a living yeah and it was just like it wasn't a great experience and it was like three hours of that and i'm just my name is fred fowler i'm a radio host in houston I'm not dying. <laughs> well, if it was only three hours, you didn't get a heroic dose. That's um, good. Normally, it's an eight-hour tour. Yeah, I, I, and I don't know that I have eight hours to uh, to spare for something like that. No, I'll tell you from experience, it doesn't matter what you think. <laughs> that check has already been deposited. <laughs> now, look, I'm I got you know four kids. My oldest is fourteen. It's been a long time since I've ever had any of the psychedelics 
any of that kind of stuff. Cause right now I couldn't imagine it. I couldn't imagine like, like even just one tiny little token, I'm nervous. Cause like, as soon as like, I just think as soon as I get a little bit mildly impaired, that's when all hell's going to break loose and kids going to break a leg or something. And right. I'm, I'm the dad tripping mushrooms at the emergency room. And, <laughs> and now I got to go to court for the rest of my life. Right. So <laughs> I've been out of that business, but back in the day, boy, I tell you what, man, uh, that's a great way to open that third eye. And I think it's, a, and I'm glad to see that they're finally looking at it medically as like something that they can use to help treat people. Yeah. Right, because it it it's perfect for that. Now, as a recreational drug, boy, it is effective. <laughs> and back in the day, dude, uh, this would have been like 1999. Uh, we used to live in the Montrose in this uh, the, the house behind. It's like right behind the the the, the famous Waterburger right there at Shepherd and 59. Right, we lived a block behind that, right off the feeder, in a cool little spot. And uh, Ralphie May. Uh, legendary Houston comic was one of my dear best friends at the time. And he was like, he was uh, home from LA and he like lived at the house with us for the summer. And, you know, Ralphie uh, uh, was a, a very experimental and brave when it came to trying new things, <laughs> I'll say. And after a show, now another thing too, if you ever saw Ralphie may perform guy had huge star quality. Yeah. Right. And I don't mean that as a joke about the huge word. He was legit, had a star quality to him. He's the kind of guy that everyone wanted to give him free stuff after a show. And after a show one night, I want to say it was that in the old comedy showcase on Fuquay, uh, someone gave him a sheet of acid, which is like 20 hits. Like it was a lot. <laughs> and we he comes back to the house with it, like a, like a, like bringing home a pelt. You know, la, 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 because it was that big. It was like a little pelt. It looked like like you could have, you could have mailed a brick somebody if they were stamps. Anyway, uh, he'd never done it before. I had done it before. There's about six, seven of us that are there, and Ralphie's got a big appetite when it comes to all things. He clumsily, not knowing any better, takes two full hits, and I'm like, oh no. So I take one, and we're handing them out to everyone. At this point, I'm thinking, let's take as many as we can so that Ralphie doesn't take the rest. And sure enough, he took two more in the 30 minutes before it actually starts to have effect. So I took the last one. So I'm on three, he's on four, all the rest of our friends are on two, and it is a madhouse. Things are going crazy, right? And it's like you said, you have to keep reminding yourself of what's real. Yeah, yeah, you have to keep finding emotional and mental touchstones. Like, hey, okay, I know I think I'm in a magical wonderland, but that's my car, so that's real. So I'm at a real place, I'm safe. And uh, Ralphie gets like, he gets, he starts going through the sads, right? There's this little sad despair phase. And our house had uh, old-fashioned wood floors that were real slippery, and we had a rug on the floor that we knew would, it was not sticky at all, so it was slidey. So I, I, I took a dive just to make him laugh to <laughs> knock him out of his acid sadness. Right? So it was like, I did like, hey, Alf, Ralphie, you think I can kick a field goal from here? And I run over to the, the, <laughs> to the rug and fake a field goal kick, which leads to a, a full-blown in the air, boom, on my back land. He laughs so hard he, he loses it, and I think everything's great. And this is probably 3.30 in the morning at this time. And he's like, that's awesome, man. I'm so hungry. Let's go to Whataburger. <laughs> and takes off like a bull out the front door. It's not even 50 yards to the Whataburger. And he takes off at full speed. And I'm like, no, this isn't real. Is it real? He's really doing it? We can't let him do this. If you go, if you go outside, you go to jail, right? That's what you think. <laughs> it's always a good thing. Yeah. If you're on LSD, just remember, if you go outside, I'm going to jail. So he takes off. I'm trying to get in front of him, trying to stop him. He's unstoppable. It's a 500-pound man who's on his way to Whataburger. <laughs> I wish you luck trying to stop him. You're going to need seven other. You're going to need the offensive line of the Texans to stop him. So he takes off and he's going and we're not in a car, but he goes through the drive-thru. 
I'm like, Ralphie, he's standing there at the thing trying to, hey, take my order. I want to take my order. I'm like, dude, you're not in a car, dude. We're going to go to jail. You have to, you have to, we have to leave. We have to go now. Like, I almost feel all the way straight. And he's like, I'm trying to clean it up here. He, <laughs> he says something to the effect of, what do I got to do to get my MF in order taken? And all of a sudden the girl comes on and says, you need to get your fat MF and ass in a car. Because <laughs> we don't serve some drunk ass tripping fool on his feet at Whataburger. And he's like, what? All right, I'm going to go get a car. I'm gonna get, oh, he's like, can I tell you my order first? And then you get it ready. And then I go get the car. And she's like, you dumb bastard. The cops are already coming. And I, as soon as I turned that, I was like, all right. Wait, we were we were friends. We were ride or die. But this is this is where I leave you. <laughs> and I take off running back to the house. And he just walks back. I can't believe he we got out of jail that night. That was that would have been a very long night. We'd have been the first people in Texas arrested at a Whataburger in thirty years. Yeah, which is a callback to uh, your your Whataburger. Yeah, yeah. I, I I guess it's not a bit. What you, is it? A, is it a full on sketch now? Oh, I don't even know. It's, it's, a, it's a set at this point. Okay. It's not even a bit. It's, it's going to be an album. At this point, it's ridiculous that Whataburger hasn't paid me to be an official endorser. Because I, I, I tell you, I've sold more Whataburger after my shows than I think some locations have sold all day. Oh, I, I believe you. Yeah. I, they, they should be sponsoring you. They should, yeah, they should sponsor a whole hour of, of, of your Whataburger thing. Because I know you could get that much material. Yeah. And yeah, they would make a fortune off of that. Yeah, they're already working on it. They're already making a fortune. I don't know if that much they need. Yeah, well, that's now now that they're owned by a Chicago outfit. Who knows? Yeah, for real, it could go the wrong way. Yeah. All right, hour number one in the books. That was fast. That was fast. It was fun. We got a lot more to get to. Do I get to stay? Yeah, I think we'll keep you. Oh, cool. We'll keep you for another two hours, unless you just get bored. No, no, I'm not bored. That's for sure. Yeah. Fortunately, we're not going to tell any stories about us smoking weed together because that that's never happened. (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about. Fred Fowler. Oh, all right. Quick break. Token with the Falcon never happened. <laughs> it is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5-92.5. When it comes to sports betting, sportsmapbets.com is the site you need. From weekly betting guides to single game breakdowns of the point spread, money line, over, under, and more, sportsmapbets has all the info you need to make the best play. sportsmapbets.com.